Welcome to another edition of the Dewan Marrero Podcast. I'm your host, Dewan Marrero. Joining me this week is someone really special. He has been cutting hair since 12. He welcomed me in his residence to make this week's episode really possible. I have here with me Will Ash, aka Ill Will the Barber. Pleasure to have you on the pod, Will. How you feeling today? I'm doing all right, man. Pleasure to be here. Hey, no, it's a pleasure to have you on here. Um, Talk to me about who you are for those who don't know you. Uh, William Ash, aka, like you said, Ill Will the Barber. A lot of people know me as that. Um, Been cutting hair since I was 12 years old. Uh, Grew up west side of Glen Park, 39th Avenue. Went to Emerson High School. Uh, came out in 02. Been cutting hair since 12, like I said. And that's pretty much it, man. Married, ki- five kids. Nice. Beautiful um, life. Yeah, hey, man, you, you're setting a, a legacy. That's why I'm honored to come down. I wanted to drive down specifically for you because mm-hmm. the, the podcast is specifically to connect with my guests right. and meeting them in their comfort zone. And I came to you, remember I came into the shop with you, um, I got the address from Brandon Clark, shout out to Brandon Clark, and, shout out B. and um, I was like, which one's Will, because I couldn't afford <laughs> somebody else to mess up my line, yeah, yeah, I like, remember that, you like, I'm Will, I'm like, okay, I, you looked at me crazy, but I just want to let you know, like, my energy is really trying to get this <laughs> great haircut by you, yeah, uh, what got you into cutting, because I think you cut almost everybody in the community of Gary, I cut, a, I cut a lot, man. Not to toot my own horn, but um, I started when I was 12. I had got sick of walking to the barbershop and getting my hair cut messed up. That was it. Like, they was pushing my lining back. I'd be walking back in the summertime, walking home, my whole forehead burning because I'm yeah. cut up. So I was just like, eh, I'm about to start cutting myself, man. So I started and shit, it went from there. It was, it was easy. How, how did you, like, have you messed, when, when was that first person you was like, man, I messed up? Did I you started, tell them? I was cutting my own, initially. Own. Uh-huh. I started giving myself a ball fade. And then after I kind of, not perfected it, because I was still kind of whack. But after I got comfortable with it, I started cutting my younger brother's hair. Okay. And then after cutting their hair, it just trickled down to a couple homies in the hood. And then it trickled down to they homies, they brothers, they, you know what I mean? What, what got your clientele? Because everybody knows, like, you're always booked. You know what I mean? So, what, like, what got your clientele? Like, how does that feel to know that you're one of the, the better barbers in Gary? And, and you travel from Indianapolis to Gary. Yeah. What, 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 in, what caused you to do that? Uh, I moved to Indianapolis when I was 20. So, that's 15 years ago. And I didn't want to leave my clientele behind, so I decided to go back every weekend. Like, I lived down here in Indianapolis and then go back there every weekend. At that point, I wasn't married, no kids. I was I was a bachelor. I was just chilling. I was right. trying to make as much money as I could, you know what I mean? And uh, so I was going back and forth, and it just kind of built like that. I was cutting a bunch of kids from Westside. I grew up in Glen Park, so I had a bunch of Lou Wallace kids. All the homies I grew up with. Right. I mean, it was it was just word of mouth. Like, yo, you need an ill will. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. get an ill will. Who who are some of the barbers you looked up to or mentors that you had to perfect your craft? Um, I looked up to let's say Bill Cole. He was one of the one of the first guys that I had heard of. And shout out to Bill Cole. Yeah, shout out Bill. Um, then Lou Rob. 
He was at Robin's Hood. He was a big a big part of uh, the cutting community. And then my man, after I got into the shop that I was at in, uh, in Gary on 47th Avenue, Poe, Sean Poe. Okay. My big brother, man. He he showed me a lot. Nice. So yeah. what got you into that shop? Because I pulled up on Broadway and just say the shop. Yeah. You know, before LeBron's. Yeah. The shop. Like, way, <laughs> way before all that, so it man. So just says the shop. So yeah. how... Like, like, how did you get that spot? Who, who put you on game? Um, my grandfather bought it. Okay. He the one that put me in barber school. Okay. He was like, yo, you wanna... He asked me what I wanted to do. I'm like, I wanna cut hair. Like, I knew I wasn't going to college. I'm like, the books ain't for me. Right. Like, I'm, I ain't an idiot, but I know right. the book's not for me. Right. So I'm like, I'm gonna go to barber school. He put me in barber school, paid for it. Uh, and I started cutting in Chicago. I was cutting in Chicago, yeah. While I was in barber school, like right after. Matter of fact, yeah, it was right after. The uh, the owner of the barber school put me on to a shop in Chicago. So I was cutting in Chicago, 47th and Cottage Grove. Okay. I was driving over there every day. And then my grandfather like, yo, I'm about to buy a shop. This for you. So I'm like, I bet. He bought the shop and I just started bumping. Right. I was doing I was doing both. I was cutting in Chicago during the weekend. I was cutting in Gary on the weekends. And then I just kind of stopped going to Chicago. Like, I remember the day I stopped going to Chicago. How did that feel? Dude, I left, like, three pair of Clippers and some shoes in Chicago. Clippers like I had, expensive, aren't they? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Average expensive. $75, $100 a piece. Yeah, for the quality ones. For the quality yeah. ones, yeah. I left some Clippers and some shoes, man. I didn't go back. I was just like, fuck it. I'm out. Man. And then, yeah, I started bumping from the shop, man. And it was, that was it. That's when I, that's when I met Poe. That's when I met my man Sean Poe. Um, Johnny, Johnny McClendon. Shout mm-hmm. out to my guy Johnny, man. He put me on game. King John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, man, you need to go to Will. Because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm at Bowman. And I'm like, I'm trying to find a nice barber. Because yeah. I was going to Calumet. My barber had stopped cutting at the time. Because I was going to Calumet, Illinois, and getting my hair cut. And I'm like, man, I, I need another barber. And, they connected me with you, bro. And I just see from when I was a freshman in high school to now I'm 25. I started cutting your hair when you was a freshman. Yeah, I was a freshman. Damn. So you know that that grind to now playing professional basketball, but just seeing your clientele grow because mm-hmm. now you have like the little books he joined were Stousey. Stousey. Yeah, shout out Stousey. And you cutting out here like in yeah. Indianapolis like you're at the shop out here and yeah. then you have the shop in Gary yeah. where you put on your Instagram story like I'm coming up there you coming up <laughs> I'll be there next you, week and then you be booked like a concert yeah <laughs> like a Taylor Swift joint like yeah, it's sold out in minutes like when I when I post when I post that I'm coming to, I mean cause I don't go to Gary as much yeah. anymore I mean I got family I got yeah, your family, I got man. five kids and a wife yeah. that I got a I gotta be here for it. Right, they got absolutely, they want absolutely. They got extracurricular activities that yeah. I gotta attend and practices and all that good stuff. And I can't leave my wife the burden of yeah. taking care of all the kids while I go to Gary every weekend. So I yeah. decided to to stop going as much and focus on building my clientele down in the Indianapolis area. So with me with me not going as much there's a need, like there's a void up there. Right. So when I post on Instagram and send out those emails that I'm coming to Gary, it's I, I have 50 slots and they sell out in 45 minutes. That's love. And how is your clientele here in Indianapolis? It's growing every week, brother. 
Because Indianapolis is bigger than Gary. But yeah. I was like, man, I know that your clientele is, is, is getting big because would you say social media helped you? Yeah, with absolutely. The clientele? Absolutely. Like, because I, I wouldn't post as much as I, I, sh- I don't post as much as I should on the internet. But when I do, I'm almost guaranteeing three to four clients yeah. per post. Okay, that's sweet. Sweet. Um, I want to just change the page, bro. Mm-hmm. You say you have five kids. Talk about fatherhood. You know what I mean? What does that mean to you? Like, for, for those who are coming up in the fatherhood community, mm-hmm. like, like, what have you learned, you know, thus far about just everything? They're sponges, man. Uh-huh. They're sponges. Like, watching somebody grow from not knowing anything at all like coming out the womb like they don't know anything right right. so everything that they grow everything that they learn is from you right like seeing your mannerisms seeing how you act and how you treat other people how you talk like they learn all of that from you right and you have to be an example on of the kids you got to be an example or or you're gonna have a kid out here running crazy right lost 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 in the world yeah man and i can't have that no i'm not training my kids training my kids up to be something other than great for sure no i know they appreciate you like you said when you were like i can't come to gary as often like Mm -hmm. did you you let them know that like i'm not going to be going to gary as often my kids yeah um they kind of young right. so I didn't really have to have a conversation right. you just but like, they would when I would leave they were like I don't want you to go like, right. I remember my 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 um, daughter Boston she told me like daddy I don't want you to go to Gary right. I was just like damn cause it's tough like how would you say having a connection with a barber is important cause I think every in our community yeah. 29 in Gary specifically I'll just say Gary mm-hmm I think it's important for us to have a, like a relationship with barbers. You should because we need it to really? excel. Yeah, law of attraction, like that job interview or wherever you're going. Yeah, once you get the haircut, you just feel like a new person. I was just talking to a client today about that, and he was like, "I don't understand how people come in the shop, in a random shop, and don't know who's cutting." and say, yo, I want a haircut. <laughs> I was like, I don't get it either. Because, I mean, being in this shop in Indianapolis yeah. is the first time I've been, like, in a shop where it's just, like, a bunch of traffic. Yeah. So, I see people coming in all the time, like, yo, somebody, I need a cut. Somebody get me together. Right. Like, yo, you ain't, you 30 years old. How do you not have a, a home bar? Like, how do you not yeah. have a barber? Right, right. Like, that's, it baffles the hell out of me, man. But you got to have a relationship with the barber because we set the tone for your weekend. Guys do. You got a fucked up cut. You don't want to go out nowhere. No, for for sure, man. Like, if this was my space, you'll be my top. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be right next to Tom. Yeah. Like, it's it's essential for for brothers to have a barber, like a Mm -hmm. relationship. Like, um, shout out to my barber, like uh, Jose Hernandez. Um, He always gives me right uh, once a week when I'm in town. Cause we'll be booked, you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll man. be booked, and, and that's the I'm blessed to have a relationship with Will and my guy Jose and Barbara Red because I think for brothers, like mm-hmm. when they get a haircut, they feel like a whole different person. You turned up, yeah, like you you changed the mood of that yeah. person. And shout you could out, be feeling down, man. Shout out to Wakey, I, I see Wakey doing his thing, you're doing his thing. Um, prices going up in May, they're going up. <laughs> 
Hey, I'm with him on that too. <laughs> yeah. The prices gotta go up, man. Um, you gotta keep the pressure he, he, he on. He said it's the works. It's, it's, it's full service in May. <laughs> That's all you getting. Ain't nothing else but full service. I feel him, man. What's your take on that though? About barbers now going up on their prices and original fifteen dollar cut. It's about your worth, and yeah. what you, what do you think you're worth? Yeah. Like I charge thirty dollars, but I know I'm worth more than that. Right. So the prices are going up. Right. I just gotta have a. I just gotta have a, a hour and a half to sit down and really discuss with myself what I want to charge. Have you had a Have you had a situation with a client that be like, man, will you charge too much? Not really. Nah. Not really. Because I mean, once you see what I'm giving you, mm-hmm. there's no reason to complain. Right. 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 No, there's no sure. reason to complain. You willing to pay whatever at this point? Man, do you wake up and be like, my hands really like. Like, they I work do, a lot. I, I do surgery. Like, yeah. Like, I'm really about to go to go to work. Like, sometimes when I wake up, though, I'll be like, yo, I do not feel like going to work today. Yeah, you don't I feel do like standing. I do not feel like cutting, because I got to be there from 9 to 7. Yeah. And that's not nothing compared to the hours that I put in in Gary. When I'm in right. Gary, it's 6 in the morning mm-hmm. to, like, 10 at night. Right, right. But when I'm here, I'm doing it every day from 9 to 7. So, that's yeah. it's a different type of toll. But it's like, uh, yeah, man, I know that... When I get up and I gotta go to work, I know that I'm gonna change. It, not your, I might not change your life, but I'm right. gonna change your day. Yeah, yeah. Bro, or your I, weekend. I, when I got the cut this morning, I'm like, I could walk in any, any building. You can go anywhere. My yeah. You know what I mean? You can Once go I anywhere. Once I put the do rag, brush, let let it get laid. Lay it down. About 20, 20, 25 minutes is is lit. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I appreciate it. Well, um, let's hit this last segment. Your YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah. What inspired you to get your YouTube with the family? Uh, me and my wife was we had been talking about it for maybe the last year or so. Like y'all, we need to start a YouTube channel. Like all her homegirls say, y'all should record. Y'all funny. Like y'all hilarious. And we like, ah, it's it's we we just be us, man. It ain't really nothing. We ain't putting on for nobody. But um, we started it. Uh, I think about two months ago. And uh, it brings the family together. Mm-hmm. Like, us having to do the family stuff and talk and do the challenges and dances and all of that. Like, it brings right. us together and, and the kids love watching it. They they tell all their friends they're YouTube, cha- they're, they're YouTube stars now. Right, so, right. I mean, it's cool, man. I, I love doing it. It's just the editing process is tedious, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's for a 30-minute video that you're getting on YouTube, we may have recorded an hour and that took about four hours to edit. No, it's, I think this, this like, going into 2020, like, technology, social media is everything. Yeah, it's everything. To though. put it out there. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm holding, like, two new, like, a Twitter new handle for the podcast mm-hmm. and Instagram, but it takes a lot of time out because I have to, you have to connect with people Absolutely. so they can, like, check out what you got going on. Absolutely. Um, your kids like it so far. They love it, man. They yeah. love it. Like if we say, "Yo, we about to record," and we might just be going to Target. They're right. like, "Yeah, we about to record!" Like, right. and they love it, man. They they get a kick out of it. Man, that's sweet, bro. Um, what's your like going into the summer? Like, obviously, spring is just starting. How you feeling? Like moving forward with your business? Uh, prices are going up. Like we said earlier, um, I just got to have a minute to sit down and, and figure out what I want to do with the price list. Um, YouTube is going to be, we're gonna, we took a minute off because, I mean, life catches up with you. Yeah, so, sure. You know, I got a lot of kids and 
we got a lot going on so i got a lot of videos i need to edit and get together but youtube is gonna be popping again um prices are going up one more time right right and uh i'm just trying to work man yeah. i'm just trying to work cut as many heads as i can and get as many butts in the seats as i can man. right right no i mean i feel like you're doing a phenomenal job bro that's why I I, that's why that. i wanted you to be in the pod like to get you on here to share your story mm-hmm. because you're one of the, the, the better uh, barbers out here I'm trying, and, and, and I and I think you know that you know what I mean, saying it in a, in a modest way. But we live in this world now where it's like you just got to put out content. Yeah. And and I already know like you put out content, but you know you can put out more. Content. I know I can put out more. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's time consuming. It is. But you know that social media is that's where you get your bread at. Yeah. People look. Yeah. Um, so no, it's, it's it's dope to have you on here, like. Cause I am gonna get Bill Co. Mm-hmm. You know I me, mean? obviously he's in Texas doing yeah. his thing. Yeah. Um, but outside of you, man, continue to do your thing, bro. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to know you. I appreciate you having me in your residence. Oh man, um, that's nothing, man. that's uh that's love. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. most people don't get that opportunity to come to somebody's residence and do the podcast. So I appreciate you, bro. Hey man, you took a two-hour trip, man. I, I, so I, pre- I appreciate you, dog. Hey, it's, it's, it's always love and, and it's organic and I hope for those barbers out there listening and, and when they do tune in to, to appreciate I appreciate you guys craft because um, you make people like me have a, a better weekend a yeah. week up upcoming week yeah and for those who have a job interview interview they can't wait to get in the chair yeah <laughs> because that gives them that extra boost like man I it's a confidence get, booster I man. get this job done so Man, stay tuned um, next week for next Thursday. New content is always on the Juan Marrero podcast. I had Ill Will with me tonight. Um, anybody you want to shout out? Uh, uh, wrap it up. Yeah, man. Shout out my wife, man, Camilla Ash. She's uh she's been my rock. She's been supporting me in everything I've I've done thus far. And uh, my kids. I'm I'm hoping Daddy makes y'all proud, man. Sure will. Hey, we appreciate you, Ill Will. Continue to bring the content. Yeah. 2020 is approaching. It's coming fast. And 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 the summer's coming. It'll be here very soon. Yeah. So I know the clientele is gonna go up even more. It's going up. Um, everybody, thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate it. Uh, stay tuned for next week. Uh, I'm gonna have a special guest for you guys. Appreciate it. Love.